to another episode of the Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and happy full moon in Pisces today. Happy Saturday to start off this wonderful weekend. I am coming to you with a little bonus episode that I wanted to talk about because I just kind of like got all like, you know, like obsessed after I heard about it. I believe, I can't remember because I remember I record, tried to record like several episodes um, regarding this, not this particular topic, but I cannot remember if I brought up the show Cosmic Love. Um, it's a show, reality show on Amazon uh, Prime that my friend had gotten me into. She was watching it and I was like, where the hell is that? Like, what is that on? And she was like, oh, Amazon Prime. And I literally... It was like the week before school started, I binge watched the whole thing, I believe, on a Sunday. I just took that day, the day before school started, and just rested. And I feel like now that I'm talking about this, I feel like I said this before, but just in case you haven't heard um, that episode, if I did, (laughs) I don't know why I don't re-listen to myself, but yeah, I just spent that whole day and binge watched it because hello, it's astrology. It's about uh, basically, um, getting people, um, helping people, um, oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. It's basically hooking people up by their, by their astrology chart. And thank God, I thought it was going to be like only through the sun sign. Cause I was like, if this is through sun sign, this is going to be a gigantic disaster, but it wasn't, it was, they actually used the whole entire chart. So you saw, you know, like sun signs that you wouldn't even think would work, you know, with that, but it's because the rest of their chart in a way like benefited each other. It worked well with each other. So I was really happy about that. And so, um, of course I'm not going to give any spoilers cause I don't roll like that. So I, you know, I watched it and then they said like at the, toward the end with the couples, uh, they did a composite chart. <laughs> okay. I have never heard of that before. So I was like, composite chart, what? And so the composite chart is basically the chart of your relationship, right? I wrote some notes down, not from the show, but I did my own research. So you guys know how I am. And it's basically saying, uh, a composite chart is it calculates the midpoints between all the planets of both people. So you and your partner, um, so like, it's going to do like the midpoint of like, let's say my son and then my husband's son, the midpoint of my moon and my husband's moon. And that's how you get, that's how it calculates your chart. Right. And so, um, it basically, this chart shows the personality of the relationship. It's going to show the different sides of you as a unit. That's how I took it. It's going to show how you both work within the relationship, how the relationship is affected by these signs, how you kind of go through life, like, you know, your Mars, your moon, you know, how we express ourselves as a unit and not only for ourselves, but to the people who are around us as a couple and everything. So that's how I took it. And so I was like, uh, of course I'm going to figure out, um, how to, um, like about this, because I was just curious, like what me and my husband was. So this episode of course is going to be me basically kind of going, like telling you about our composite chart. 
Um, I did not add houses yet just because, you know, a lot of people have a hard time with that. And I just am just literally doing the straight up basics. I did see like most of, uh, most of our house, uh, our houses, I mean, yeah, most of our planets in the composite chart are in the fourth and fifth house. So I didn't know that. I just can't remember which ones were in <laughs> which. <clears throat> and we also have a, um, a Scorpio stellium in our, <laughs> in our composite chart. And this chart, when I seen it, and then I, you know, like researched, you know, I was like, wow. I was like, this explains everything. Like, you know, our own natal charts is our own individuality, but having that relationship composite chart, it just shows how your relationship works. And that's exa- like, it is spot on for me and my husband. So I'm going to go ahead and, well, before I jump in, of course, um, I want to go ahead and plug my crystal shop. Um, I have a crystal shop on Etsy, um, called Alari Sky Jewelry. And if you love, um, if you love crystals, I have pendants that I create of all different kinds, um, all of, in all different shapes, um, of stones. I have crystals that are, um, you know, polished crystals. I have raw crystals. I have, um, Cabochon uh, crystals. I have crystal points, all the kind of different shapes. I've learned to wrap any kind of shape. So, um, I have not been able to work a lot on it due to being really busy, but, um, I'll get into that later. But yeah, I have, um, also crystals for home decor. I actually just had someone purchase, I think almost all the home decor ones, except for one, so, um, there's, no, I think there's only one left literally. So, and that's the zeolite apophyllite, which is beautiful. Uh, so if you are looking for that, that's an amazing stone to me to have in your space, especially if you're, um, if you want to heal or you are a healer, you have like a healing, um, kind of profession or career. It's a great thing to have like in your office space, in your own space. Um, it's a wonderful stone and it's very beautiful. So you can give it a look. Um, I am thinking about putting the shop on sale again. Cause like, you know, I'm trying to get rid of all the older stuff so I can add in more things because I think come next week, I am, uh, planning on making, uh, some trips to buy more crystals. <clears throat> I do have, uh, some cabochons that I need to finish wrapping, and, um, I want to get some more home decor ones since most, uh, like all those pretty much sold out this, uh, this week. And, um, yeah, so, uh, I'm working on, you know, I, I travel out and I intuitively pick the crystals that I do. I, I, you know, I just like to know that my customers are getting high quality, you know, real, you know, like well-sourced crystals. And so if you are open to, um, purchasing, I like right now I have a blue avigerine, uh, sterling silver pendant that I just created, um, like last week or something like that. I have a beautiful labradorite that the pictures, you guys, the pictures are not doing them justice. They really are gorgeous. And I'm, I'm working on trying to find a way to bring that out. Cause I feel like the lighting that I have right now and the, where I'm doing it now, it's just not bringing out, you can't see the like beautiful inclusions and rainbows and, 
sparklies of the actual stone. So I need to find another way, but, um, yeah, I still have, um, Moldavite available. I have one left, uh, which is a little, um, stone. I'm, I'm supposed to be getting, I'm trying to get in a cabajon of that as well. And just a lot of newer things are coming. Um, it's just, as mentioned, I am a very, very, very busy woman, um, of recent, uh, and for the next 20 days, to be honest. So, um, yeah, so I haven't really had a chance to like really work on my store. Um, and I'm working hard to do that because I don't want my store to be forgotten, but with me not able to really promote like I used to and do social media like I was and everything, it's a lot harder. But if you want to purchase something, I have lots of things available. Uh, it is Alari Sky, A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E, jewelry on Etsy. And remember, don't type it in on Google. It just does not show up for some reason. Um you have to go to the Etsy site and then just type in and search Alari Sky and it'll literally pop up and then just click on it and happy shopping. But I'm looking to do a 20%. Um, let's see. I already did a Virgo thing and Pisces is today, Pisces moon. So I guess like a just 20% fall clear out um, thing because uh, I'm trying to get rid of all the older things that's been still in there since the shop started. Um, so I can put in more newer stuff. So, um, there's a lot of things, like I said, to pick from, just go ahead and look. And I, of course, my prices are, they don't kill the bank. They are very reasonable and everything, especially with the sale. So I'm going to probably put up the sale after this podcast. So yes, go ahead and give it a look. But, um, yeah, so your girl's just been busy. Like I said, I've been, um, working out early in the morning and the new program, it's almost like I'm working out for five hours a day. I hope that doesn't go against me, but, um, that's part of the program. And so, um, I went on the scale today and I was like fucking happy as shit, you guys. And it was like, I'm not going to, well, yeah, I don't want to say my weight just yet. Excuse me. But it basically said that I had lost 23 pounds and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like happy, finna get ready to send my husband a screenshot. And then I was like, something was off about that. Cause I have two different scales. I have a scale that does a whole entire composite of like my muscle, water weight, all that stuff. And I have one that's just a basic scale. And so I was just wondering how like legit are both of these scales. And so... I went on the higher end one first and I was like, okay, great. And then I went on the other one and it, yeah, it literally was like, I had lost 23 pounds and I was like, holy shit. Like I'm already, I am seeing a change in my body. Like I, yesterday I've gotten compliments from people like strangers, like my colleagues that I'm with at my program who was like, wow, you're, you know, like your face has slimmed out a little bit. You're losing weight and stuff. And like my husband's noticed it, my, you know, my, my family, everything. So and then I'm, I'm feeling it and like my clothes are getting like baggier and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, I was just kind of curious, like, you know, what it was. And yeah, I was like, oh my God, you know, I was like hell excited. I had already put it on my fitness pal. Then I was like, before I alert my husband, because I don't want to embarrass myself. Let me see if that was accurate. I go back on it and it was not that. It was like literally like I had just lost a pound. <laughs> That's about it. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, like it's, you know, I'm building muscle. So I got to know that, I, you know, I probably am not going to go down that much. Um, 
I mean, I probably will from where I'm at, but it's going to be more like muscle, you know, than anything. So, so yeah, but, um, I was just like, yeah, um, not doing that like for a bit again. Cause see, that's what happens. Like I need to just concentrate on like basically other people see it or my clothes. Cause my clothes are definitely fitting looser. Like one of my, one of my leggings are, it was falling off my ass pretty much. So I was just like, uh, it's working, you know, I just got to be patient, um, and just not really focus on that. But I just get kind of excited because I'm just like, Ooh, I kind of want to plan outfits. I'm trying to plan for Libra seasons around the corner. And I kind of want to do something a little different this year where I just like kind of dress up, you know, like every day until my birthday and then, you know, go back to chill mode. But I just really want to look good. I bought this cute ass pendant that's Libra scales that actually look cute that I'm going to be wearing, uh, with, uh, the birthstone of my, of, uh, which is, uh, a, um, opal. So I'm going to have, I'm going to be on point. I'm just going to be Libra'd out. You guys, I'm just going to be looking good. And I'm trying to, I already told my friend, I want to have a certain like amount of weight loss by my birthday. Cause I want to wear something cute. I want to look like a goddess. I want to look like, I want to wear like a little like crop, like, you know, wrap around top. I just, I just want to look sexy and have my makeup, everything done. But yeah, that's, that's my plan. That's what I want to do. Um, and I'm thinking about doing like a dinner cause me and my husband's birthday are both, we're both October babies. And of course, like his is October, uh, 28th, mine's the 19th. So we are thinking about doing like a combined dinner. That's also uh, like Halloween theme though, where we all, everyone has to dress up in a costume. Cause you know, I have been I have been wanting to do Storm from X-Men for so long. It's not even funny. So I want to do that. Um, And uh, yeah, so that's just been my life. School has been insane. School is way, way more busy than ever um, compared to last, you know, like last quarter, which of course I need to always, I just haven't been, you know, in college for a while. So I forgot how, the first quarter is kind of not easy, but a little bit, you know, like calm down. And then after that, it's just like, bitch, you're going to have homework all over the place. <laughs> you have to do this. You have to do these kind of projects. You have to work in groups and all this stuff. And and that's a lot for me right now, especially in this program. So I was like, fuck. I was like, I don't really have time to do anything anymore. You guys like literally after I come, I go to the, I go, I go work out early in the morning. I get home. I have to take a shower. I go straight to the program, I don't get out of there till three o'clock. Um, so it's like pretty much like a seven hour thing. And then once I get out of there, I have to go straight home and jump on the fucking computer or jump in the books. So it's like, I don't have time to do nothing. Like, like I mentioned earlier, like my business, I mean, it's not suffering, but man, it could, you know, I could be doing, I could be really promoting and get more cause I'm getting a lot more traffic, but I'm not able to keep like, you know, like keep holding that Um, and it hasn't fell into nothing. Obviously I've gotten a sale and everything, but I could be getting way more sales if I could, you know, like add more product like I used to, cause I used to add product every week. I don't have time for that anymore. Or, you know, um, like be on TikTok like I was and making like little videos and stuff. And yeah, so I'm trying to, I, I've mapped out my schedule, but it just does not fit any of like my hobbies and, and stuff and my business and stuff in it anymore. So 
I got to figure out a way to take just one day where I just can just work on business and, you know, the, the podcast and stuff like that. You know, now I'm, I'm closed down to the weekends and like today I'm not even going to, I'm not even be able to enjoy my weekend off because I have so much work that I got to do with school because I was exhausted after that. Like, you know, that program's not easy and, you know, they're trying to help me basically like rehab my body to be able to, you know, like, you know, to help my injuries and stuff. So it's a lot of aggravation to my injuries and yeah, so it's, it's not easy, (laughs) but, um, let's go ahead and yes, jump into this again. Don't forget again, I'm going to put on a 20% sale for Laurie Sky. So please check that out, but let's go ahead and jump into my composite chart. Me and my husband's um, you guys, this composite chart is, you know, it it just does not surprise me. Um, there's a reason why like scorpionic energy just thrives with me or just it, it's because it's just the epitome of my relationship. This is just the energy that has been surrounded by me all my life. So, um, I'm only doing up to our sun and Mars because, you know, of course the rest of the planets are like, you know, more generational besides, you know, the, um, what is it? Saturn and Jupiter and everything. Um, so I just went by the basic, like more personal chart, you know, more personal planets. So our sun, you guys, <laughs> our composite sun is Scorpio. Our composite moon is Taurus. Our composite rising is Cancer. Our composite Mercury is Scorpio. Our composite Venus is Virgo. Not shocked there. And our composite Mars is Libra. So our big three is pretty watery. And I think that Taurus moon kind of balances it out. But we literally have... We have more Scorpio placements uh, throughout the whole chart. So we have a literal Scorpio stellium in our relationship chart. So it's just like Scorpio is just, it's just that energy is just part of me. I guess that's why I thrive in it. I'm surrounded by it, you know, so um, it's just, I guess, part of what makes me, I guess, I don't want to say grounded, but it makes me basically, I guess, like the Phoenix, you know, it just makes me constantly diving deep into not only myself, but into obviously my relationship. So what a composite Scorpio sun is, it means that like we, 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 we basically, I wrote notes. So it says, we are here we are here to reveal hidden areas and help each other heal meaning that as as a partnership you know as a marriage and relationship we just we just get down to hidden areas things that are secretive things that we kind of pick up on like kind of being hidden we open that we open that and by opening that you're gonna feel all kinds of uncomfortable emotions and everything else but because of that because Scorpio is about that alchemization of the hidden and bringing things to light 
it's healing for us. And that's what we do when we see something in each other or something, a situation. We both are really intuitive to what is going on, how we can get under it and how we reveal it to either not only help ourselves, but to help others. Right. So we can share we can share many secrets or we can even keep secrets from each other, which is very true. My husband is alone, a Scorpio son. So I have already known, uh, especially with astrology that, and it, it has nothing against you guys or anyone. So don't blame yourself if you're in a relationship with a Scorpio, but this is how I look at it. And this can be your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, mom, whatever, anyone in your life that is a Scorpio. Scorpios naturally are secretive and mysterious sign that that's just how they are as a person. And so because of that, because they are so like, they don't like people knowing every ounce of their being. There's a lot of things you you will never know about a, a scorpion person. A lot of things. And that's okay because that is that's their comfort, right? That's there's just some things they don't want to reveal to anyone. I don't give a fuck how close you are. That is just how they are. And I accept that of my husband because usually I feel like because I understand that and I don't force him to tell me or anything. It eventually comes out because, and he even said that he was like, you know, I, I tell you things that some people don't even know, you know, and he, and he told me from jump, he was like, there's things that you may never know and it has nothing to do with you. It's just, there's, I don't like to, you know, like tell people everything. And I was like, that's fine. I understand that, you know, like you know, if that's what makes you feel good, that's fine. I'm not going to push you to tell me something that you're either not ready to open up about, or you don't want to open up to me about, I get it. You know, you have to come out whenever you feel like it. So there's things that I've learned about him, you know, that no one else ever knows that, um, he's come out with on his own. And so that's why I'm saying that if you're with someone like that, if you're with a scorpion person, that can be sun, moon, rising, whatever, any placement, don't push them because that is just part of who they are. And that is, you know, kind of like the basis of our relationship. There's some things that people don't know about me and there's some things he doesn't know about me that I do eventually tell him as well, but there's just certain things that you just have to keep to yourself. Um, it even says that to be honest and, um, in the Bible and I can't remember the scripture, but it says, don't allow, don't tell it's, it's like, don't tell, uh, the desires, um, all the desires of your heart to someone. It's something like that. I need to find it so I can like, I don't want to be misquoting God's word, but, um, Basically, that means that you don't tell people everything about you because the reason why for that is because some people have an ill intention against you. And we all we've all had those friends who are like, oh, I'm your I'm your friend. But then we find out they're talking shit behind our backs and shit. Um, 
that's why you don't want to reveal every single thing. Cause I had to learn that the hard way with someone when I like long time ago that I thought was my very close friend. And then she told the whole school something very secretive that I did not want no one else but her to know. I only told her and another friend that was there at a stay the night party. And I know that I know the other girl didn't do it. I, I knew for a fact because the girl eventually let me know she did tell everybody in a very snarky way. And of course, behold, this person was a Gemini, <laughs> a two faced motherfucking Gemini. But that's what happened. And that's that was the huge start friendship wise of when I didn't release everything unless I have to be very, very like I have to trust the living fuck out of you for me to reveal some really important stuff in my life now, you know, and my husband's one of them. But like I said, there's still things that we'll really never, you know, like we know each other, but there's just certain things that you just keep to yourself. And that's kind of what this Scorpio sun represents in our composite chart. But with that said, you know, that's supporting each other with the way we are. But also this energy brings out a fucking passion and intensity and a deep emotional connection with me and him. And this is the fucking truth. This is what made me fall in love because our, our relationship, and we both even said this, is that we've never felt this much passion and love and, you know, like intensity in any other relationship. And I think that's why we have lasted because it's just like that, like everything that we do from how we communicate, how we talk, how we fix things, how we have sex, you know, everything is just very passionate and intense and it's just how we work and that's what, how we are. It's just part of who we are. And so next is our Taurus moon. Taurus moon, of course, uh, Taurus is, is exalted in the moon as well. And so, um, we, you know, we look at comfort and stability in our relationship. That's what we, that's what we love to feel. That's what we need to feel safe. You know, it's very sensual. It's, you know, it's sending, it's spending time with each other and, you know, building wealth together, you know, Taurus is all about, you know, like building that money and putting it away. And that's like what me and my husband do. We try to, you know, work on things that help build, you know, our wealth and build our, you know, like career and our pretty much our empire. Right. Um, we enjoy, you know, we enjoy having, you know, experiencing the pleasurable parts, you know, this is a Venetian, placement we do we we love pleasurable things meaning like we like to spend time in in nice like hotels and stuff which we haven't did in a long time so we've been busy but you know before we got really busy we used to like go and spend time in hotels and stuff like that like nice ones and you know very luxury luxurious like you know restaurants and going to different towns and just you know, eating top quality foods and stuff and wearing nice things and having our hair done and, you know, looking good, smelling good. That's just what we like. We like to feel that pleasure within that, right? 
And then we also, uh, with a, with a, you know, with a Taurus moon, we also can have, um, more of a rationalization with the emotions, you know, instead of always just feeling, you know, um, and that, that has to do with like the inner part of us, you know, we're definitely still way more emotional than what this says, but we do kind of find logic in some things when it comes to the things that we want to feel safe with pretty, uh, pretty much. Then the cancer rising, the cancer rising was, was huge, uh, because basically we go, our relationship, we, we, we have strong (laughs) feelings. So we feel our way through things. Our emotions are very heightened, very loud. Um, we're, we're more emotionally, what do you call it? Where you navigate with your emotions more than being logical, which is true, um, People will see us as a bit guarded and this is very true. This is one thing that our, like lots of our friends say is like, you know, you, you hear like when you have a friends group, you hear like some shit about everyone's relationship, but everyone's always like, well, we never hear anything about, you know, I'm not going to say his name cause you know, he wants to be private, but I'll just say Scorpio and Tasha, you know what I mean? Um, we never hear anything bad about it. And then me and him, like when we get in the car, we're like, you know, he'll be like, you know, say people say that I'm like, yeah. And, and we both would be like, and we want to keep it that way because you don't want people in your business. You know, you just don't want people knowing about private things really that shouldn't be known to others. Um, there's just certain things you don't, you don't tell about your relationship. And that's a huge thing. That's another huge thing for our Scorpio sun component is that, um, composite is that, um, we, we don't want our business out there like that. We would consider that betrayal whenever like you go and so-and-so's like, Oh, I heard that. Let's say like your husband did something really fucked up to you and da, da, da. We, We would look at that as betrayal. That's the kind of, you know, Scorpio energy is not about, you know, like letting shit out, you know, and, and they do like, if you tell a secret that they told you that is like the ultimate betrayal and that can actually make and break our relationship. So we don't do that. Like if we do talk about something to try to help someone, we'll discuss it first. Of course. Other than that, we don't tell like the business things. You just need to, you have to keep people out of your relationship. That's why a lot of people end up getting fucked up with that. I'm telling you relationship one-on-one do not let other people in your fucking shit because rumors get started. It's hearsay. And, Oh, I heard so-and-so did that. Next thing you know, somebody might say you were cheating and all this bullshit, even though you weren't. And it's just, you don't need other hands in your shit. Just put it like that. But, um, yeah, for the cancer rising, we're very emotionally intuitive. So nothing gets past us because we do, we can connect with not only ourselves, but people also see that like, we're very intuitive to what's going on with them and everything else. So we're really good at, um, understanding things. Um, what else did I put? Um, we have to be careful because with having a cancer rising composite, this relationship is since, I mean, relationship, this, this sign is very sensitive. And so if we say something to hurt one another, and this is the truth, one of us will pull back and we can either end up pulling back too much where it will either fuck up the relationship 
or we can either start to open up and be more vulnerable for more vulnerable. That's what will bring the relationship closer. So I noticed like, excuse me, me and my husband are both like that. We're very sensitive because he is a can a cancer moon. I'm a Pisces moon. And so when we say certain things, um, that can offend and we can get offended easily, we both will kind of pull back and then we'll both pick up on that and notice that and be like, you know, what's the matter? And then we'll work on it. And then that way we can kind of move forward because there's a point, you know, my relationship ain't perfect at all. We've been through hell and back. We, but we've did the work to work on it. And, you know, so, um, when we were at times where we were having issues in our relationship, we would pull back. And, you know, both water signs do that. Like Pisces isn't, you know, we're sensitive as fuck. We're not going to allow our feelings to get hurt, but cancers are even more so like they put up a whole ass wall, um, when they're hurt Pisces, we, we just kind of just, will kind of like flitter off somewhere. (laughs) We'll flitter off somewhere and kind of do our own thing and like not really tell people like where we're at or what we're doing. We just kind of need our own space to kind of feel out how hurt we are and everything else but cancers will put up a wall and so if you if you can't if a cancer keeps the wall up you'll never get through to them and you'll never really know how they truly feel and it's just not a fun time and then that will just ruin the relationship pretty much and so we have to be very careful of that so that's why uh we've become more a lot better with communication and being vulnerable especially me because I'm also an air sign. And so, you know, being a Libra, when I get hurt, because I get hurt so deeply, I want to, I want to like fly away. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be the one that gets hurt. So I'd rather get away from the person first before they like do it to me. So that's how I've always been. But so we got to be both careful. And then him being a Scorpio, Scorpios also have that fucking wall too. So that's like double armor right there. Um, So we just have to be very careful with that. But our relationship is based on emotions. So those emotions have to be expressive for us to work. Then our next one is a Scorpio Mercury. So we are pretty much a bullshit detector. Lying will not get, lying does not get away in this household. I mean, we both call each other on it when someone's trying to do like a little white, white lie or someone's like kind of like not really saying something. We call it out like, hey you know, what's going on. I noticed, you know, you're this or that, or, you know, like something just doesn't add up. We call each other out. And I feel like that's what works because we have no choice but to be honest with each other because we know our intuition fucking knows when one of us is being off. So we're great with finding out the truth. Um, uh, because you know, us having arguments, which we do, because we're not perfect and every couple has arguments. It allows us to bring out, you know, what the hidden into the light, which is healing for us. So when we do find out that and we then we talk about it, it's healing. We feel better. We feel good. And we move on. We don't tolerate letting lies get in the way. We just don't. It's not going to work for this relationship. It's it's a huge like dark like shadow thing if we were to allow that to and of course we have a Virgo Venus the least romantic (laughs) you know Venus placement but we value acts of service 
gift giving, which I've even told my husband, I feel like he is his, one of his love languages is gift is receiving gifts because he is just like, I'm someone who I love giving gifts and I love doing gifts that mean a lot to someone. So like I, I listen very intently when someone's saying the things they love and everything else. And then like, I know like when birthday, Christmas, whatever anniversaries and stuff coming around, which ours is, we have, oh my gosh, we have birthdays, anniversary and Christmas all <laughs> lumped into, lumped lumped into one. So I have my list full. And so I've already have a huge surprise already. He already told me what he wants, but I have a surprise that he doesn't know about. Uh, he doesn't listen to the show, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, but, um, yeah. So, um, I am planning something for him and he gets, he really lights up when I get him gifts and it makes him feel good. So I, he doesn't admit that that's his love language, but I know deep down I, it is, I know it is. And acts of service for both of us, especially for him is huge. Acts of service for me is nice because it makes me feel supported. So I do enjoy that. Um, when he helps me out. And we like having a low key life, which we do like, and technically we are pretty much kind of like homebodies as well. Uh, we don't need to be like extra extravagant or anything, even though we do like with the tourist moon enjoy like, you know, pleasurable things, but we still don't go, we're, we're not going to blow like $2,000 on some bullshit unless it's like meaningful. Um, we are loyal to each other. Like loyalty is huge. And I think loyalty is huge too every single placement that I've been to that I've just talked about. Um, it's just like once a Virgo Venus loves, we love hard and we are with this person through thick and thin We're we're very strong and we don't give up easily at all. So, um, but as I mentioned, it's one of the most least romantic, um, placements because Virgo Venus is more, like I said, they show their love with things they do for you or things they buy you more so than actually being able to voice it. <laughs> so, um, that, yeah, so that's, oh, oh no, I got one more Mars. Okay. So we have a Libra Mars and a Libra Mars is about, you know, when we do actions about making change and justice within, within our relationship. So, um, we, we want it to be fair whenever we do things is based on fairness, um, equality, um, you know, making sure we're changing for the better as a unit, you know, because it is a sign of relationship. We really value our relationship. We really want to make sure that we're taking action is to benefit the relationship. Take like a shot every time I say relationship. <laughs> okay. But anyways, um, we can help each other and uh, as well as others, but sometimes if our help is not wanted, because sometimes I feel like Libra placements, we like to give advice, we like to help, but sometimes not everyone wants that opinion, not everyone wants your help, so that can come off as very snoopy and nosy, or it can come off as very healing. So we have to make sure with each other that that's what we're doing, like when we do try to help and give it it's when it's wanted not forced upon a person so that way it's more healing than kind of like forceful I guess you can say 
And then we got to be careful of also trying to fix things that don't need to be fixed. Like, you know, I, I'll raise my hand when it comes to me, like asking questions, like, do you think, you know, this, da, 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 da. he's like, no, like there's nothing wrong. Why would we want to do that? I think it's fine the way it is and stuff. And sometimes I'll, you know, kind of get in that kind of like fixing mode. I'm also a, you know, Virgo Mars in my needle chart. So I have a thing with like always fixing stuff. So I got to be careful with that. And so, and he's kind of like told me we've talked about it, you know, and I'm like, I know. So I, I don't say, I didn't say I know. I was like, yeah, I'll work on that. Cause I always make sure always whenever, you know, and that's pretty much it for the composite chart though. But I just want to say for relationship (laughs) one-on-one, There's just certain things I feel like that will make a marriage work. And although our marriage is still young, we've been together for a long time. We've been together for, let's see. Okay, so it's going on almost, what, 12 or 13 years um, that we've been together. Um we we were together for a long time and then we recently like uh got married in the last couple of years so our marriage is young but our relationship is long and like i said we went through lots of things that we had to work on we were never perfect uh we had our communication was the most difficult part of it as well as our huge emotions we have loud emotions for each other and it, it, we would sometimes express it like explosively when we didn't know how to handle it, especially because we were like a lot younger around the time we dated. So, you know, like also growing with age helps and, and being able to realize, you know, where you went wrong and be able to admit when you're wrong and not, you know, like my, my biggest issue was playing the victim. I am Pisces moon. Uh, I used to have a problem with not being able to admit like I knew I was wrong, but I, it was like a manipulation tactic to use because when I would play the victim, then people would coddle me. So that, you know, that, that was a huge shadow side to me. And I admit that, um, wholeheartedly I have, um, I have a huge manipulation tactic, huge victim mode because people would be like, Oh, Oh, okay. You know, like I would try to shift, like if I would do something wrong, I would feel so bad about it. That I would try to shift the blame kind of on someone else. And then I would play like, Oh, you know, like see someone, uh, people always think this about me. I guess I'm just a horrible person. I do that. And then I get coddled. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I have, you know, like I always say plus like 30 or 50 to, to charm. So I'm not bragging about it. It's just, it's not a healthy thing to do. Put it like that. It really is not healthy to do. And so my husband was the one who called me out on it and I had to work on that while we were dating because that was not cool, you know, but, you know, it, he also kind of had the same thing too, in a way. We're both, you know, water moons and, you know, he has a lot of water, you know, and I'm, I'm equal in it. So, um, in all elements, but we both are very charming and we both had that manipulative, emotional victim mode tactic to kind of. Mine's was just worse. His was just more of a kind of different way. It's a little bit more manipulative, not really a victim mode thing though. Um, but mine's was like both. So yeah. Um, so we had to work on that. And so I just want to tell you guys that 
The key to a healthy relationship is being able to admit when you are wrong, not blaming the other person and not constantly throwing it in their face when they do fuck up and they do admit because that's another way to make motherfuckers shut down is let's say they're like, you know what? You're right. I'm so sorry. You know, I did this. I felt this way. And then they're like, can you forgive me? And you're just like, yeah. But then a week later, well, you did this and you did that. You know, that's a sure way to get someone to shut down because they'll just be like at that point, well, damn, you know, you said you forgave me when I said I was sorry and here you are bringing it up. You know, I, I don't know how many times I can say I'm sorry. You know, eventually that will push a person away. So when someone openly admits they're wrong, you know, allow that to happen. And I'm not saying like, I'm not saying because I know like it depends on certain things and I always say if someone says that you can forgive, but you don't have to forget. Like, let's say if someone cheated on you and they're like, you know what? I felt this way, that way. Da, da, da. Can you forgive me? Like you can forgive them, but that doesn't mean you have to stay with them. Put it like that. <laughs> like if you, you can move on because that way that shit's not holding you back. You've allowed them to you let them say their piece. You forgave them, but then you also moved on to because you deserve better. That is perfectly fine, but just make sure you're not like throwing this stuff in their face all the time because it's just not, it's not going to help a lasting relationship. Communication is huge. You guys, communication is really, you know, part of the binding parts of a successful relationship. So we all have to understand each other's communication. We, we have, we have to understand that people don't communicate the same as us. We are all different human beings, period. Just because we share the same species name human doesn't mean we're all exactly the same in other aspects. So know that everyone has their unique way of communicating, understand it, learn it and accept it with how it is and work on it. If there is like a flaw or something, find a way to be supportive and help them work through it. Right. Um, not bashing them about it. And lastly, just you know, being vulnerable, being trustworthy. If you can't express your emotions in a relationship, it's just not going to go far because I can tell you that a lot of people assume that people cheat because of sex. And yeah, sex is one of them. But what leads to sex? Emotional connection. When someone is not getting that emotional connection at home, And then they find someone else who is doing that for them. They end up, they end up cheating. They end up sleeping or, and they end up leaving the person. doesn't always have to be cheating. They end up leaving the person for the other person who makes them feel emotionally alive. Because I don't know about you guys, but I've mentioned time and time again, um, that I... I need an emotional connection to even be able to have sex with somebody. I cannot just have sex because someone is fucking hot or someone like we were, I don't know, like just for the fuckery, just because I'm horny. Like I just can't just sleep with somebody that's, I don't know, or that someone I'm not close with or have an emotional connection with. I'm able to do that only if I have a strong connection with this person and to be honest, um, my, my husband 
was the first man that I ever slept with that we weren't in an official relationship at the moment. We were best friends. And that was because we had such a fucking strong emotional connection that I loved him deeply. I never told him at the time, of course, you know, I waited for him because I didn't want to say it and he didn't feel that way. Although I could feel that he did because he did finally admit it. And that's when we decided to take this thing to the next level. But, you know, I, you know, long story short, I thought he was like leaving away and he was like my best friend. And I was like, I, I love this man and I want to experience sex with him because I love him. And (laughs) I did that and, you know, it was, oh my God, I'm like blushing and I feel like weird, (laughs) but it's just like, I just want to be open with you guys. It's just, it was the best sex that I had ever had, like seriously, because it was so passionate. We were so passionate and sensual and just so connected and like mind, body, and soul. I seriously felt like our souls, our body, and our heart was just all entwined during that connection of sex. And we just loved it. You know, we just, it was just something that was, it it just brought out everything after that. And we knew that we just couldn't, we couldn't stop he never left and we ended up dating. Of course, of course, we're now we're married and everything, but that's just how, like, make sure you can be open with when you can be open and express yourself. And, and that's why I think it worked. Cause when we were besties, we were able to tell each other everything, like things we never told anyone else about not only ourselves, but our family, our past, everything, things we wanted, things we looked for in others and everything. And it made it, so much better you know it's like it's not a lie when they say to marry your best friend because I want you guys to know that eventually looks fade you know looks fade because you got to think about when you get old together looks fade eventually sex will be almost non-existent when you get old because, you know, your hormones are gone by then your body's so old, you know, men become incompetent women, you know, we're like dried, dried Gila, you know, like it's our hormones and you're not really in, you know, you're not really sexual. You're, you're getting old, you know, or even, you know, sometimes it can get stale, you know, you just got to be creative and you got to make sure you make that a priority as well. But mainly look at when you get old and those parts aren't like they used to be when we were young, like in our 20s and 30s and 40s and stuff. And, you know, then what do you have, right? What do you have when set when you take away sex and the aesthetics? You have the personality, you have the emotions, And if you don't have that in your relationship now, you're not going to last. You're always going to be searching for, you know, a person that is either good in bed or looks good. And and notice that people who have relationships like that, they're, they're never with someone for a long time because someone's personality can make themselves look very ugly. Like I've had men in the past who were gorgeous like who would talk to me and they're gorgeous, they're sexy, 
But the second they open their mouth and they have like this little like they're cocky, they're rude, they're selfish. Like that is just fucking ugly. That just ruins your whole entire look for me. Because it's just like, why do I want something that looks good on top of me or that I'm sitting on that looks good, but their personality is shit? Like, you're not going to have fun. You're, you're not going to connect at all with that. You're complete opposites. So think about that. Truly think about that. And a lot of people don't think about when they get old or what they want when they're in those golden years. But we need to. Time is flying by like no other. Even before the golden years, even... Like around your, like when you're, when you're around like 40 and 50, you don't want to be dealing with no bullshit. That's like the time where you're, you're like, your relationship should hopefully get more established. You know, you're having, you've got kids if you want kids or you're just building on things. And if you're still that old and looking for someone who looks like Jessica Rabbit and always looking for the younger new thing and stuff like that, you're just it's just not going to be a happy life. Cause in the end, when you get old and you have no one, cause all you did was focus on someone was how big someone's tits is or how, how amazing their giant dick was in bed. It's just not, it's not going to be a good time. It's just not, it's not long lasting. It's not realistic. So I just kind of want to give a little kind of tips right there. <laughs> But I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Please take this full moon um, in Pisces and just kind of take this day off a little bit. Like kind of allow yourself to just get a little bit more on the creative side. Um, You know, connect to the water element. Like for me after here, I think I'm going to go to the waterfront and I just want to sit in the water element. You know, I'm wearing Labradorite today. I have Labradorite. I have New Mine on and... um, I'm going to be wearing amethyst bracelet and a um, tiger's eye. You know, you want to add in crystals that represent Pisces and Virgo since, you know, we're in a Virgo sign. Um, Get a foot massage. (laughs) Dip your feet in water. Ground yourself. Allow yourself just to enjoy this day. Enjoy feeling your feelings. Enjoy, you know, just the love around everything, the, the compassion, the, you know, just allowing yourself to have a day of magic. I actually did a reading before I did this podcast for my Pisces reading and it was very, um, you know, I, um, have this thing with a spirit daughter, her little booklet. Um, I always, the Pisces full moon journal. I love it. And it gave me Pisces questions to ask. And it was, you know, the first one was, what energy will help me release any barriers preventing the flow of my life? And the card I pulled was called Hold Your Center, meaning that by holding my center and only working on myself and creating change for myself and holding it, comparing it to only myself, that is the way that I'm going to get out of my way. Me comparing myself to other people, comparing my life, my looks, my anything, to what I think is what I should look like or what I should be doing or all that stuff, that is not going to help me excel. It's going to just make me not happy. It's going to make me set expectations that are not my expectations. I'm basically doing it because that's what society, a person or someone else thinks I should be doing or how I should look. That's not being authentic to myself. So that is the way that I can prevent By holding my center, I can allow the flow of life to 
flow instead of holding barriers. The second question was, what energy will help me be the observer of my life? And I got divine grace, um, the law of efficiency, meaning that, and this was very Piscean to me, meaning that I don't have to take the long rate to, the long way to do work. I don't have to make work hard. I can allow myself to do things the easy way and allow it to just kind of flow rather than being deep in the books and like, no, this one way is the only way, but no, it's allowing it, the energy to flow, allowing myself to observe my life by doing things more flowily, more easier, you know, um, working and getting things done in an easier, more feminine way. And then the third one was what energy will help me align with my highest intuition. And the card I pulled was dark angel. And this represents that, you know, even though I'm going through hard times, I'm having a hard time, like, you know, that's meaning like my healing journey, um, the journey of even going to this program because it's not easy on my body. It means that by using this, you know, using that dark angel energy, it's allowing myself to grow from this situation. It's going to allow growth for me to emerge out, you know, like prosperous, fully healed, you know, with the difficulty. I'll learn so much going through this and I can use it to not only heal myself, but to help heal others. So that was my reading for my Pisces, uh, moon, um, card pull. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Like I said, connect to that Pisces energy, the Virgo and energy as well. But allow yourself to have a free flowing day today. You know, nourish your bodies. This is very important because it's Pisces moon uh, and a Virgo sun. You're just going to be even more sensitive. And to me, like Pisces, you know, when it comes to digestion and medical astrology, they do well with um, whole, um, whole, not whole grains, but uh Whole foods, um, high plant-based, seafood, if you don't like seafood, I understand, but seafood is amazing for Pisces um, moons um, in natal chart and even during the transit, you will feel like your body can digest it better. Um, Just focus on grounding, creating, being childlike, you know, also being the maiden and having, you know, like a little bit of um, practicality to your day-to-day, like... Allowing yourself to be free, but making sure you get everything done uh, as far as what you want to do on this free day, right? So you guys have a wonderful day. I love you so much. Again, I'm going to put Alari Sky on sale, 20% off. Please, please, please take a look. Um, Support your girl if you like. Um, And you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I love you so much. Bye.